Warning. The following podcast contains content and sound effects that some sensitive listeners may find objectionable and or irritating. If you or a loved one find the podcast unpleasant, unfunny, unenjoyable, unappealing, unintelligible, unprofessional, un-American, unoriginal, underwhelming, or unlistenable, it may be time to talk to your doctor to remove the friggin' stick out of your butt. My name is Brandon. I'm Jake. (laughs) This is Qualified Nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Aggressive, super aggro right at the beginning. I like it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, listeners, welcome back. Um, today we're missing one of our, our hosts. He had life happen and is uh, otherwise engaged. So you, unfortunately, for you all, it's just it's just me and Brandon in your earballs. So sorry in advance. Actually, we have some... Really bad news about Matt, guys. But, uh, oh, jeez. No, no. Matt's alive and well, as far as I know. I, I mean, he's fine. He he texted us a, a little bit ago. Well, that was a good intro. I like that. Thanks. So, uh, so Jake, how how has your week been? Yeah. Week has been good. Um, it was. Fall is properly upon us, and I think I talked about this last episode also. But um, it went from 80s to uh, 50s, and and actually last night was 28 uh, in in at night, and so it just it took a nosedive in temperature, and that's you can probably hear my congestion a little bit, but it's messed up my face pretty good and my kids too. So everyone's sort of walking around sniffling and being gross but it's really pretty outside the uh leaves are all changing colors and falling and making a mess so yeah very nice um we are recording this post halloween did your kids have a good halloween yes they had a good halloween it was very cold and i should have layered but um uh but yeah no we had a really good time there's a street next to us we live on a dead end street and the street next to us they go all out and they do a bunch of decorations and lights and sounds and fog machines and the whole the whole thing and there's a bunch of kids uh in the surrounding neighborhood so it was just like a uh, it was a proper parade of of people um and a lot of those people oscar my oldest goes to school with so you know being able to see people and ann and i aren't super social but we're forced to be social in those situations and it's good it's good for us to be like oh hi how are you <laughs> i like your costume um that sort of thing did so you guys good. dress up we did we did we were paul hollywood and prue uh <laughs> leith um from the great british baking show and no one knew who we were so that was fun um, but i carried around a baguette from google hoof bakery <laughs> And uh, it was an edible prop that I ate the whole thing of over the course of the evening and shared with other people. And I am happy to report that my kids were preferred the baguette <laughs> to the candy that was in their basket. So, uh, yeah, so that was that was good. Did you uh, did you end up doing anything for Halloween? Uh, no, we we stayed in. Didn't didn't get any trick or treaters. So the two three bags of candy that we bought um we get to eat ourselves but uh <laughs> excellent excellent um 
there's a comedian I follow on Instagram who he and his wife dressed as Paul and Prue, but he was Prue and she was Paul. Nice. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> uh, is cross-dressing um, as a gag still okay? Like I know Monty Python did it and that like the whole, the whole funny bit was that they were the wrong sex in there or the wrong gender in their outfits. Is that still, um, I don't, I mean, you're not like making fun of anybody or like, I think it's to, you know, to be silly. So I don't, I don't see the harm in it, which is, I I guess the the the, the point of, of drag, like, you know, you're, you're over exaggerating something and, you know, just having fun with it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I th- that's my knee jerk reaction, but I also know that there there are, um, you know, I I would imagine that there are sensitivities around it that that I'm unaware of. I mean, of. you know, if like a a white man were to dress as like a black woman, you know, that might not be okay. But yeah, I think a mm-hmm. white man dressing as a white woman, I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I I agree. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I, I didn't know if it was still a, if it was still kosher. I'm I'm sounding like a a right wing podcaster. Like, oh, is that even okay anymore? <laughs> uh, Can't see the anything left. these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can't no, even call my wife like a that. bitch without her getting mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that the wasn't that the uh, Rob. Uh, 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 who's that? Who's that washed up actor who who just did a uh, stand up special for Fox? He um, oh never mind. This is not interesting. But... Rob Schneider. Schneider, yeah, he had a bunch of like boomer, like conservative jokes. No, I mean that's what they all are. Pretty much like oh, what's the deal with pronouns? Uh, I can't say right. anything without getting canceled. Oh, cancel culture! You know, it's just yeah, all that bullshit. Yeah. Well, I identify as shut the hell up, or you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> woo, yeah, I see you. Yeah, yeah. It's all that 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 kind of stuff. Um, a lot of apps these days, you know. <laughs> you would do you would do a really great like uh you know you remember when andy sandberg would do uh roasts and he would be like um he would be like the awkward guy roasting so he would say like really obvious uh not funny things and then he'd be like yeah got him and then he'd sort of like carry on i feel like you'd do a really good like sort of version of that of like um there's yeah uh, right wing uh the comedian tim heidecker he came out with a special and like a a tour called the two tims where he would do like one part of his set just as normal as himself and then the other part as like sort of like a like a right wing hack comedian oh, shit. And like he would that's slick it, his hair it. back and put on oh, like a yeah, suit that... jacket and like just tell these like really just hacky uh, like you could just look up like <laughs> tim heidecker like two tims oh i will and just find After a couple this... of jokes they're, they're really funny after and this because I'm it's gonna... <laughs> uh like he comes out and then like you can tell like part of the audience is with him and like understands what he's doing but then the other uh-huh. part is like wait is, 
What? Does he think these are funny? And, these, and so it's it's kind of <laughs> so it's yeah, it's pretty entertaining. When you did stand up, did you do uh, like jokes that you had, or did you do any like crowd work, like observational stuff? Uh, no, I I yeah, I, I just did prepared stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know yeah, how I feel I, uh, about. It. I see clips of people doing like, like, oh, tell me about your, like, what do you do? What's your name? You know, how old are you? And then they go like, oh, oh, you're, oh, oh, I had no idea. Oh, excuse me. You know, like that sort of <laughs> shit. And I don't know how I feel about it, cause like, yeah, it's kind of funny, but also it just kind of feels like, like, well, I I listen to a I lot of podcasts with comedians. And they talk about how um, social media really like the algorithm really kind of messes with their um, basically messes with how well they do and like things that get a lot of engagement are the crowd work videos which that may not necessarily oh, be what they, they're that... really into but like people like clicking on like oh comedian destroys heckler or whatever like that kind right, of stuff right that sort of and, shit i hate that um, clickbaity shit but yes, and that, so, that makes sense. But they, they say that's what drives like that. engagement. So they will just, when they post a stand up clip, it'll usually be like a, a crowd work type thing. And um, interesting. I should have figured that. I should have figured that it was algorithm. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, that, that stuff is, it, it, it's kind of good for a cheap laugh. <laughs> but I, I think I would be, I, haven't tried it at all but I, I think i would be horrible at crowd work as a have you comedian. have you seen that have you seen that key and peel bit uh where he's uh the the comedian uh like you know is like known for destroying people but there's a severely like burnt victim who's like talking through a voice thing and uh-huh. uh and 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 the, and he's like he's like uh <clears throat> he like he sees who's who it is he's like hey is that robocop and then he goes oh uh oh oh never mind he's like no no do you know do me do me and he's like no man no man and and the other guy who was made fun of because he was fat he's like oh it's okay to make fun of me because i'm fat not that guy he's like okay okay and then he like goes in on this guy who's burnt and he's like uh 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 and they're like hey man that's fucked up he's like oh what i'm it's a pretty good bet but it's like you're damned if you do damned if you don't sort of i just i i feel like i'm not that fast on my feet so if i were like oh what do you do for a living and someone's like oh i'm a janitor i'd be like all right uh what do you do? like i, I... <laughs> oh i wish i remembered the name there's a there's an english comedian that that knew a joke about um uh calling <laughs> asking people where they were from until you found someone from kent and then you made a, a basically like a cunt joke and uh but he was like really hammered when he was doing it and so he was like basically he was like where are you from and no one was from kent and he's like who's here who here is from kent and someone in the back's like i'm from kent he's like you're a cunt and he's like he's like and then he got arrested because because it wasn't that at the time like it was in the late 70s that he did it and uh in england they were like no you can't you can't just do that um but I mean, was, it is definitely uh, a, a skill like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, talk, talking to the, the crowd on stage and making entertainment out of it. Right. But I, I just I feel like I, I 
I, I don't have that skill. I can't. Uh... Yeah. Us even talking about it gives me just like a little bit of the sweats because like, I <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I am not equipped. <laughs> like, how long have you two been together? Uh, 14 years. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and then move on. <laughs> I I would definitely watch your stand up, Brandon. I feel, I feel like, especially if you did crowd work, I'd love it. <laughs> just a stand up special of a nothing but crowd work and just me just flop sweating the whole time. Like it looks like I just got out of the pool afterwards. Completely just sweat. <laughs> You're like in a nice button up, and it's all like the pit stays and the, and the big V. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that would be so funny oh. <laughs> what are you doing oh, i'm a cop like... oh i uh, would, wouldn't want to be in your shoes uh well <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's good <clears throat> i just, i i think i um confrontation makes me uncomfortable so i i think <laughs> right. that's uh we know that about you <laughs> That's where a lot of uh, the humor comes from is confrontation on stage. Oh, man. But, uh, anyway. the, yeah, I'm definitely sweating thinking about it. It's not even me. That's good. And even like, I, I don't know if you've actually been in a, um, a comedy crowd where they are doing crowd work or there is somebody heckling and they're like going back and forth. It is really uncomfortable to be there. Oh, it's like, I bet. Just go back to telling your jokes. It's like... <laughs> I don't like this. Uh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. you've seen... Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've seen Jimmy Carr and his, uh, his sort of like famous heckler rebuttals. Have you seen those? Uh, no. Oh, you should look up Jimmy Carr. He's... I mean, he's a... He, He's a funny guy, but he's um he's pretty raunchy, and uh, and you know Is he he's the guy like who wrote the he, quit smoking books or what am I thinking? Of? No, no, that's a different that's a different uh, car. That's a oh, <laughs> never a mind. different car. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, no, Jimmy Carr. He's a he's a comedian. He hosts a, a number of shows in the UK like uh like comedy shows but um but he's also a stand up guy and and if you look up his heckling like he's got a bunch of sizzle reels of of him heckling and listeners uh check him out uh, uh he's he swears more than i do and he's he's pretty nasty but um but he's very funny and he and he like masks it with this sort of like posh like two three piece suit thing but he's just filthy and uh anyway he's he's quite he's quite funny and he's always like He's always like really he he always looks really charmed to get a heckler cuz he's like he's like I have a microphone. I do this for a living. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to my house. <laughs> and and he uh usually uh tears him up. And I don't I don't generally go for those, but uh, he's he's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> to take a line from Matt. <laughs> um shall we uh shall we get into the uh episode? Shall we? Take a little a wee a wee break. We shall. Let's uh let's take a short little break. We'll be right back. Funny bone comedy. 
The Funny Bone, the nation's largest comedy club chain, presents your favorite comedic TV and motion picture stars, such as Vic Dunlop from the movie Meatballs 2. We've seen them on television. You can also watch comedians on the rise make their claim to fame. I told he might have paid him $300 just to clean it. Join the excitement of the Funny Bone Comedy Club now. Call in now to win six $1 passes. And welcome back. If you would like your comment, question, suggestion, fan fiction read on the show, drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials. I just wanted to give a quick plug to our Patreon, patreon.com slash qualifiednonsense. Five bucks a month. We... Um, you can listen to we do some uh, pre-recording things and we put on, out there um, we should probably do more but that's that's what we do so far <laughs> and yeah. uh, you can listen to you know short little mini episodes that a um, little bit more loosey-goosey and uh, kind of uh, less structured than this if there is such a thing so <laughs> uh, yeah we just ask for five bucks a month patreon.com slash qualified nonsense uh so it is just the two of us so jake yeah um, hi brand if you were to open your own business what would oh. it be um and it I, would it, i'm asking you this because matt already has his own business so um i figured that's that's a good one that's a good one I was going to say, yeah, digital, digital marketing dream, company dream and a, uh, and, uh, what's his other one? Uh, uh, the uh, financial service, transactional the, the card uh, processing. Yeah. Financial services, card processing, financial services, software and hardware. No, um, I, I, you know, much to the, uh, dismay of my forever girlfriend and partner, Anna, um, I would want to start a restaurant or a like a bed and breakfast um, because in, in large part, because I feel like that's attainable or like that's something that I feel like I could get, I could figure out. Um, and I also enjoy the idea of like that being my, my bread and butter. Um, but I, I, you know, I like, or, or like a coffee shop. Um, what sort I've got of actually, restaurant would you open up? Well, that's the trick. I don't know what sort of restaurant. Um, I, I would, I think we've talked about it before, but like, I'd be really interested in, in opening a Mexican restaurant, but I have no business opening a Mexican restaurant. So, um, so there's that. Although I guess I could employ, like if I basically, no, I would want to work in it. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like a breakfast place. I would do a breakfast place. Do you remember, what was it, Ashley's? No, not Ashley's is the chain. Denny's? What's, no, not Denny's. <laughs> do you remember that, do you remember that place that was um, next to the liquor store in Sandy? Not liquor store, it was like, uh, it was like a couple, like if you're going towards uh, the mountain, it's a couple of roads before like Bank of America and like the liquor store. Hmm. Uh, it, it used to be a place that they were known for serving like huge omelets, like 10 egg omelets or 12 egg omelets. 
in Sandy during like yeah in Sandy it was our it was like during high school or maybe pre high school. I, like, oh, I mm. thought it was called Ashley's. Maybe not. Anyway, I, not that I would want to do like an egregious like heart stopping sort of place. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I I would like I think I would like to do a breakfast place, and that's why I'm sort of interested in a bed and breakfast like situation. There's a uh, so Anne and I went to um, Costa Rica for our wedding. Uh, no, not for our wedding for our for our uh, honeymoon, and we went to this place that was owned by this Austrian couple that uh, th- they did like a bed and breakfast. Or they, they had like a little hotel that they did, that they had a little restaurant on. And they had like fresh fruit. They like did the mix between like a tropical breakfast of like fresh fruit and pancakes. And uh, just like generally like a bunch of fresh fruit. And then also like the German style breakfast, which is like really heavy on like meats and cheeses and, and like gherkins and stuff. And they put those together. Not like, like they, not together. They offered all of them. And so to have both of those, it was so good. It sort of like met all of, like it checked off all the criteria for like being a delicious, um, hearty breakfast. Um, and so I would do some, I would do something like that. Uh, German, German food. I would, I would be interested in doing in like classic sort of German style food. Yeah. Thank you for sitting um... through my, my, (laughs) Well, I like figured my out journey your business model you <laughs> yeah brainstormed it <laughs> right exactly um what I, what about uh what about you brandon well yeah like restaurants are something that i just i've never worked in a restaurant i i don't um i don't have any restaurant experience so i i don't the whole idea of opening one seems really like i i don't even i i don't know what you know <laughs> how to run one on a you know day-to-day basis or sure what that would entail um i watch a lot of shows um about people who own restaurants and things and uh it it doesn't seem appealing to me but um i mean i i get the i get the appeal you know having your own place and and if you really like cooking and hospitality and things um but right I, I i don't think that's for me i i would um some something that i think i would enjoy i guess it is kind of adjacent to running a restaurant would be um owning a comedy club and oh uh you know something with like limited hours where i mean you could offer food uh I guess in Oregon, if you have liquor, you would have to have food. Um, but because it's a comedy really? club, nobody's expecting anything. Even a yeah, bar? A bar yeah, has in to Oregon, if, uh, if you serve hard alcohol, you have to have food. I didn't know that. But <clears throat> um, you can just serve beer and wine and not have food, not have a kitchen. But, um, yeah, uh, but it, you, even still like with a comedy club, nobody's like expecting, you know, out of this world food. So right. whatever you do serve <clears throat> could probably just be, you know, n- nobody 
is expecting like a five star nacho or whatever. But right. uh, <laughs> um, uh, my queso I, I, wasn't perfect. Fucking <laughs> eh, whatever. I think. Um, I mean, there there are here here in Eugene there are a number of performance spaces, but there's not like a comedy specific one. And I, I think. Eugene and Springfield are large enough cities that it, I don't know, I think it could accommodate a That'd be cool. couple hundred seat place or something, but I don't know. What would that, I, so uh, um, I guess I don't really know, what would that entail, like obviously you'd have to book people, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to like spend, as far as like overhead costs, booking people and then uh, marketing, and mm-hmm. then like filling seats, right? Like that's the main yeah task what if you just did beer oh what if you used your home-brewed beer well no you'd probably have to get licensed for it but what if you if, <laughs> if you just did beer could you not serve food yeah um but at the same time i i don't know i, I think people would maybe want something yeah if, no you're right you know <clears throat> no one wants to be going... sit like full and <laughs> Um, full full of like beer and trying to laugh no uh yeah mm-hmm. that that's a cool idea did you um did you watch the uh, marvelous miss Maisel? uh no oh interesting uh, do, do you have any desire to or no nah? is that not your really yeah story? i i i'm interested in it I'm, I'm aware of yeah what it is i just haven't gotten around to watching it yeah yeah, we uh, I think we got to the very last season and and became a little bit disenchanted with it because it was sort of mm, I don't know it it had it had problems but it was it, generally it was a pretty good show, um, <clears throat> but the comedy element was always a lot of fun like the whenever whenever the the character was doing um, the, her stand up bits it was like fun to fun to think about especially in the time it is kind of interesting what like just as a tangent like watching scripted shows portray stand-up comedy and like i I feel like it's never as funny as um like an actual comic right but i i actually (laughs) will say I, um, not that I have a ton of experience going to comedy shows, but, um, I will say that they, the way they depicted her performances were, were always pretty entertaining. Um, and you felt like there was a, a level of, uh, like there was an observation, like the creators obviously were invested in that environment and making it seem authentic <clears throat> both when she killed and when she flopped. So like, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. But I bet it's a, I bet that's a really tough thing to shoot just generally. Cause like you have to imagine that they have to be doing the same set over and over and over for like different angles, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm sure it's just dreadfully unfunny <laughs> because of the, have you ever, um, have you watched the show hacks on uh-uh. HBO? Um, it's it's about a older um uh woman who she she's a comedian who like performs a residency in 
Las Vegas. And uh, she hires this younger writer to like help freshen up her material. But uh, it's it's really oh. good. But uh, um, I've seen something about that. Um, the actress who plays the main comedian lady, um, she does a really good job of um, telling jokes on stage to where it feels natural and it doesn't yeah. like it doesn't feel like an actress or an actor <laughs> doing the um like it, it feels very naturalistic uh to stand-up comedy but nice anyway um i'll have to check that one out it, I, I i saw it uh come through a couple of times yeah um another business i thought of that I don't know that there's a lot of our um, like big and tall slash plus size clothing used clothing stores. Like there's yeah. a lot of like like Buffalo Exchange type places or um, mm-hmm. you know places like that, but specifically for plus size or you know like plus sizes for women, big and tall for men, right? which is kind of funny that they just distinguish it that way but distinguish the um uh but i don't know i i don't know how well you that would make money or not but i mean americans are getting fatter so uh (laughs) (laughs) so uh, yeah i mean honestly like uh um tall for me Cause I'm, I, I'm mm-hmm. not even that like I'm six, three. I'm not, I'm not that tall as far as like mm-hmm. people go pretty tall, but not, you know, not, yeah. not crazy tall, but every single, like I, I, I can't like t-shirts. I basically can't buy t-shirts. And if I, and if I do, if I accidentally wash them <laughs> or like, or I'm sorry, no, if I dry them, even if they're like already pre-shrunk or whatever, like they turn into mm-hmm. belly shirts and it's so annoying. Um, and I'm sure you deal with the same thing because what they, what they end up doing with <clears throat> sizes is they, is they build like a medium, basically they build like the perfect mm-hmm. medium. And then they just like, <laughs> I don't know, like on a computer, like drag scale it, like, like scale it <laughs> proportionally, like all the way out. So you're like, mm-hmm. you know, by the time you get to, the the right length for me it's like super wide and i'm sure for you it's the uh, it's the same thing like it's it's just like it's not well, really thought about it's like an afterthought like oh let's just make this this many times bigger and you're like well no you have to actually redesign the thing i went to the doctor a couple months ago and i was uh the same height as you uh <laughs> um I always thought I was six two, but apparently I'm six three. But nice, uh, look at you. Uh, yeah, it, it, but I I've noticed like I I, I like a, a lot of the big and tall clothes. Like I need big and tall, and you can buy bigger clothes in tall sizes, but like they don't make like a medium tall, do they? They some places do, and. <clears throat> Uh, mileage may vary <laughs> like it's it's uh it's touch and go uh actually eddie bauer has some good tall clothing uh, i think this mm. is actually this is a tall this is a tall shirt and it's actually the right the the sleeves are the right length and the um length of the uh 
of the shirt is right, even after <clears throat> having accidentally washed it. But yeah, it um, sucks if you buy like a shirt that is supposed to be tucked in and like the bottom of the shirt is like basically where your waist is. <laughs> I, every undershirt like, I have, like it's so annoying. Your pants that are, yeah. I, I uh, wear like um, business casual now to work all the time and all of my mm-hmm. undershirts like they're like right on the edge so like if i bend <laughs> over and like i do it right so i'm like under desks and stuff and plugging shit in and unplugging and like moving stuff so i'm i'm just untucking everything all the time and then like every time i stand up because like there's clients there too right so i stand up and i like <laughs> tuck everything in it's so awkward um you wear a jacket to cover it, I guess. That's true. But yeah, but then but then like working in a jacket, like going under a desk in a yeah. jacket. Ugh, that's so annoying. Um so I've only gotten a little bit of success. And you 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 said that <clears throat> the uh, secondhandness would be cool. Anna has a um a service that she like an online place. Uh what's it called? Thread up. And unfortunately, they don't. They have for kids, and they have for women, but they don't really have any stock for men. But she gets a bunch of really cool stuff, like really cute, like hip stuff. You know, I'm old when I'm like, oh, that's hip. But <laughs> um, no, but she look, she look, she looks great, and she gets all uh, like good looking stuff secondhand um, that's in really good shape. So, ladies out there and people who wear clothes that are on the effeminate side, um, thread up. That's a good. That's a good place to get some cool stuff. Hmm. I don't have a promo code, so you know. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, yeah. Look for our businesses soon. Uh, either the air, air, not Airbnb, uh, BNB or. Uh, the restaurant from Jake, German restaurant, or ooh, so good. Do you do a lot of German cooking in your no, personal life? Uh, no, a little bit. I I, I make spätzle and spätzle and uh, uh, schnitzel. Don't you need like a specific like? Do you like hand make them or I, I've I seen have like that they have specific like, tool? Yeah, I, I I got that from my uh, from my folks because we went to so my my <clears throat> godmother and father are well godmother and and her husband Gerald. <laughs> we always joke because it, it's funny. He's like he's like you know one of the closest adults that I've that I've had contact with like over the course of my entire life, and it's funny because his I'm I was baptized Catholic for some reason, and um, you know there's godparents and. And a lot of people have godparents, but I got mine through Catholicism, I guess. Anyway, that's a side note. Uh, Anna is my godmother and my, and, and my, and your wife and my wife, which makes it really confusing. My mom and I, so my, so Anna, my godmother is my mom's best friend. And so she's like, when we talk about Anna, I'm like my Anna and your Anna. And she's like my Anna and your Anna. Um, but Anna is my godmother. And then, you know, I'm, I'm just as close with Gerald as I am with, Anna. but I always, whenever I talk about them in the third person, I'm like my godmother and her husband, it's like, <laughs> it, it sounds like he's just like 
someone else that happens to be there also, but he's a big important part. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if they listen, but Gerald, I see you. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> and I see you too, but I, you know, you have the title to go with it. Um, what did I, what was I talking about? Oh, oh, they're German. They're, German they, they have, they have German heritage and, uh, they lived in Germany for many years and, um, went to school there and, uh, we traveled there to visit some of their family and, and had a really nice time. But, uh, we all came back with, uh, with German making foods. So, I mean, German making, uh, uh, tools so I can make spätzle on this little spätzle making thing. Nice. There, there was a, um, German restaurant here in Eugene that just they're really good they just closed uh, like a month ago so it's kind of oh a bummer. shoot yeah they're called I Pig like German and Turnip, food but Pig and Turnip I like that yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it's kind of a bummer because it, it's sort of um not always easy to find that type of food around yeah but uh Jake do you have a question for me? I sure do. <clears throat> we were talking before the episode, trying to figure out in in what direction to take these questions. Um, and I am going to go for the lighter of, of the two options. Um, speaking of food, your ideal, Brandon, tell me your ideal breakfast. One that you make and then one that you order. Mm-mm. Um, I think I tend to favor a savory breakfast over sweet. Um, and I, I do really like the, like really heavy, greasy, uh, um, breakfast, like, uh, one of my favorite breakfast dishes is biscuits and gravy. Um, nice. Or chicken fried steak, uh, which, you know, I would argue it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily limited to breakfast, but, you know, it's associated. It's a common, it it is, yeah, it's a a common item. Do you get an um, egg on that? I haven't, but that's, uh, I've had eggs on biscuits and gravy, but yeah, never chicken fried steak. Um. Or country fried steak, if you will. Um, but uh, so I, I, I do like you know like really heavy sort of uh, breakfast like that. Like, yeah, eggs. Uh, I I do prefer sausage over bacon. Um, oh, okay. And uh, do you have a favorite sausage? I, um. No. Like a brand or like a no okay yeah. um no like I I just like the link sausage you know oh you like the links that's interesting I, yeah I, okay yeah I like the I like bulk better for whatever reason but oh really yeah like the pat like a patty or whatever oh anyway I'm sorry go ahead go ahead so this yeah isn't probably about me. This like about you. <laughs> ideal breakfast would be like maybe um biscuits and gravy and then that's kind of its own thing though it doesn't really need a lot of right because you you've got like a starch with the, <laughs> i mean it, yeah. it's uh it's a whole something, meal something something i i saw 
on Instagram or something is like uh, biscuits and gravy is basically dry flour covered in wet flour. (laughs) 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 That's that's an interesting observation and I feel personally attacked. (laughs) That's pretty good though. I like that. (laughs) Dry flour and wet flour. Um, Now, I remember the... um, as my palate matured with biscuits and gravy, I, I tended to put Tabasco on it. Do you mm-hmm. like, do you like the heat to go with? Yeah. Yeah. Hot sauce. I, I like it like really peppery gravy. Um, Ooh, yeah. Hot sauce onto it. Nice. Uh, have you made, have you made it for yourself? Yeah. Biscuits yeah. And gravy? We, we make it fairly often. Really? Yeah. Do you have a recipe? Um, yeah, uh, not offhand for the biscuits. I don't usually, we just look that up, but I, I, uh, we, we usually just make drop biscuits rather than we have made like the actual, but just drop biscuits are a lot easier and quicker, but, um, uh, for the gravy I do, it's six tablespoons of butter six tablespoons of flour mix those two together in a pan on the stove and then add two cups of milk stir that together until it gets thick and then just season it and that's nice uh six six and two so what what? so what we were talking about sausage earlier do you put sausage in your biscuits and gravy yeah yeah so yeah you just cook that up Mm -hmm. and then added in after the fact nice that sounds good now um, i want biscuits and gravy <laughs> sounds delicious um yeah it's not uh the healthiest of breakfast but i don't know it, it, it always hits the spot it, yeah it does the job <laughs> um, uh yeah there was something i was gonna say but i don't remember now oh do you um, I know you, you've told the story and I think you could probably tell it better than I can, but do you remember when we went to Denny's with Phil <laughs> and he got, uh, biscuits and gravy? Yes. Yes. I do remember that. That is, that will live in my brain rent free forever. Um, we were, I don't know. We were young high school. Actually, no, we weren't young high school cause we were out late having biscuits and gravy. So wasn't we it old enough to know better it, no it was high school but it was like late high school um and although it could have been that late because phil was still at school anyway doesn't matter uh we um we yeah we went to denny's and so phil phil's no longer with us as i'm sure everybody on this podcast knows but he had a um he was a lot of fun to be around. He could be a real piece of shit sometimes. And, and, and like, I think a lot of times it was for the sake of being funny and sometimes it wasn't. And you didn't really know when you, which Phil you were going to get, which I actually is like a tell, I guess like he struggled with, with some serious mental health issues and Anyway, so that that might you know be related, but anyway, he he was an awful lot of fun to be around. He was a dear friend of ours, 
Um, but, but he was, he could also just like, he would do things, he would push the, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, but he would push the envelope too far often Mm -hmm. for a laugh or for whatever. And anyway, we had this, we we were at Denny's. I'm setting that up because he did something not very friendly at Denny's. He he was, we were ordering food and I think he was just trying to cut up and make us laugh or something. But he basically the, the, the manager of this I think he was a manager. I don't think he was just a server because he was in a different outfit. And he uh, th- he took well, our yeah, order. Yeah, we were the and, only ones in there. And I think he was maybe one of the only ones working like the front of house. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, it was super late. And we mm-hmm. order a bunch of food. And and as he and as he walks away, um, Phil called him something. I think it, I'm, I'm nearly certain he, it was offensive. He, he, and he called the guy faggot is what he said. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm remembering that correctly. And, I, and, and it was shocking because like he was being very pleasant. Like there was nothing. It was so weird. And, 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 but he like, said it under his breath as the guy was walking away. Yeah. And we're like, Phil, like what? And then, and the guy, <laughs> The guy and he so the he guy, took his order oh, yeah, like yeah, Phil yeah, ordered yeah. biscuits and gravy and Phil asked for a, extra gravy and the guy said okay and then he he walked he started walking away and then Phil like under his breath was like faggot and uh yeah. and the guy not a, not a high point in our in our history but yeah the guy did like a guy, half pause right yeah. Like he kind of he did like a he did like a half pause and, like and, and mind you turned, there was no one then, there was no one else in the fucking place so mm-hmm. yeah you're right it was an almost turn so go ahead and I, I mean I I think nobody has better hearing than like bartenders and servers and like yeah he had to have heard that. <laughs> yeah one hundred percent oh yeah and and his pause also we were like we were like Phil fuck you dude like don't, like what are you doing. And he's like, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and like, he was just trying to be like, I, I think also, I, I feel like I can hear myself ju- trying to justify his actions. It doesn't matter. It was, it was not justified, but I mean, we were, I, we were I, teen boys and he was just trying to get a rise out of us. And right. I think that was the, yeah. Anyway. So all that to say he, he did that. And, and so we got our food and, and, uh, and the, uh, the guy obviously brought our food back and, and, and Phil, I think was the last to get his and he, and he set Phil's down and he goes, got some extra gravy on there for you. And he, and he sort of did like this wink at him and then he walked away and we're like, Oh no, dude, what happened? What did they do to your food? (laughs) And, and he's like, uh, I don't know. But then he, then he proceeded to eat it. We're like, Phil, you're eating that. And he's like, he's like, yeah, there's extra gravy. (laughs) And so he, (laughs) He ate it, but oh man, that was an awkward. That was a, that was a that was a terrible interaction. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was definitely material in his food. I'm sure. Oh, I'm I'm certain. I'm certain. And you know he had it coming, like what? <laughs> and probably our food too. Uh, probably our food too. Actually, that's a really good point. He was probably he probably went back to the chefs and was like shitting all of these. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. we're still here today. Well, one we're of us still isn't, but, here uh, today. Oh shit! God damn! Do you think, do you think that gravy Wait. killed Phil? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh no! Uh, I might cut that yeah, out. Yeah, probably. It's a pretty dark joke. Um, no, I like I like to keep it in. Keep it in. So, uh, what's uh, your ideal breakfast? My ideal breakfast. I've so I generally go for savory because it always makes me feel better, like throughout the day. Um, when I do sweet breakfasts like waffles and syrup and stuff, like I really enjoy making waffles, and the boys really get into it. So. Mm-hmm. And we turn it into a whole production here, so it's it's a lot of fun. But um, I think my so my mom makes a it 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 varies, but like <clears throat> she makes a potato breakfast dish that she's been making since I was probably since before I was born, and uh, and it's so good. It's like she basically does like um, like a like a it's not a hash, but it's like a, I guess it's a hash. It's, uh, it's, it's like cubed potatoes, um, uh, oftentimes with like broccoli or asparagus and then, um, onions and it's fried like, like, like pan fried, uh, with oil. And then, uh, eggs are either on top of it. So like, like over easy or, um, or poached eggs on top of it, or she mixes like she scrambles, like she mixes it, um, and then pours uh, the mix in. So it's like scrambled. So it's either like a big scramble with potatoes and stuff. And, uh, and I generally like, I I would say I generally like sausage better. Although there's a place called, Oh, I guess we used to, so we used to butcher our, when, when we had our pigs butchered, we'd take them to gardeners sometimes, to get, um, processed. And, um, and then they also have this place they go to in, uh, in Portland that, that the name is eluding me, but anyway, they've got really good bacon. Then they get, then they do a really good pepper bacon. So she basically does like pepper bacon or, or regular yummy bacon for autos. Autos is the name of the, uh, the meat market in Portland. That's really, really good. Um, if you're in the Portland area, go to Otto's. It's so good. And they if you go shopping sausage. there, you can just they've they've got great sausage, and they've also got good uh, pepperoni. So like, if you're in there, you're like, oh oh, I, while I'm here, I'll just get a pepperoni stick for the road, and it's the best. Um, but yeah, my mom makes just like she just makes like mean mean breakfasts generally. Um, but that in particular, like the the sausage. Oh, oh yeah, and and so sometimes it's with sausage, like bulk sausage in the in the, the hash or in the, the scramble, um, or, or bacon on the side mm. that, I mean, I would, I would travel 3000 miles for that easy and I will be, Oh, I will be for Christmas. Anybody, anybody in town, uh, for Christmas, I'll be in town for Christmas, uh, for a little bit. Are you going to be in town for Christmas? Um, Oh, it's okay. You can just Christmas, say no. Not on Boring. Christmas. We'll we'll be here for Christmas, but um, leading up to it, probably. But um, all right. I guess we don't uh, have to hash that out on the, the podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, we don't have to schedule our plans <laughs> right now. Um, so you 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 said you avoid savory or sweet breakfast. Well. Do you feel like, uh, like, I, I feel like when I have pancakes or waffles, like it fills me up 
fast, but then it doesn't last. Like I always feel I hungry 100 like, a couple agree. hours later. <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. I feel and like actually, oh, I never want to touch another pancake again. And then like, (laughs) yeah, like 15 minutes later, it's like, I can really go with a meal. Yeah. I, I, I definitely experienced that. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, for a while I had my, my grandmother's, um, um, sourdough culture and that makes really good, um, waffles. That's really yummy. Um, and then also just like buttermilk waffles and, 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 pancakes uh and biscuits we enjoy making here in in large part because the the boys like to cook in the kitchen with me and anna so i get them to help me and and it turns into like a big morning event i will say the the biggest my biggest issue with making those breakfasts is that people get hungry before they're done and they start getting cranky or they start getting irritable and it's it's like unless I plan it well in advance or like have all the like for instance like all the dry ingredients already mixed together the night before sometimes it's not worth it because it's like it's, we just have to feed these kids before they tear this house down um <clears throat> but yeah I, I agree with you that like it's it's good in the moment and it's like fun mm-hmm. you know because I I don't know I feel like pancakes and waffles and french toast they're always like a very, they're, they're like an exciting, fun breakfast, but they don't last. <laughs> it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like they last. Where do you land on cereal? Like cold cereal? I grew up eating a lot of cold cereal and I've been more recently being satisfied with oatmeal, although oatmeal oftentimes doesn't, doesn't last me for very long also. But I, I eat cold cereal. I had cold cereal this morning. Um, and the boys have it lots of mornings. Um, but, but I I find that most of them are too sweet. So I, I eat them. And when I'm done with them, I usually feel kind of gross. I like, um, what do I like? Like rice krispies doesn't have a lot of, uh, sugar grape nuts doesn't have any sugar. So, and and it gives your face a workout. Um, it's like a a classic old person food. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I, I I like the things that aren't quite as sweet, like regular Cheerios. I enjoy those. What about you? What, what where where do you fall on cereal? Um, yeah, I, I I like cereal a lot. I I I I do like the ones that are meant for kids. Uh, the sweet. <laughs> <laughs> do you like do you like marshmallows in your cereal? Um, they're okay. I don't. Okay. Um. Like I, uh, I never got into them. I actually have a box of uh, Count Chocula right now that it, it it's chocolate cereal, but it has little marshmallow bats. Uh, and oh, I like that. But um, I just actually <laughs> today polished off a box of uh, peanut butter crunch. So you did? Yeah. I haven't had peanut butter crunch in, in decades. <laughs> That's um, yeah. So, so good. I I don't know. I I yeah. I I, I like all the you know, kid cereals, but, um, Oh, it, I've got, I don't know. It's, got... it's kind of good as a snack also, but, um, it is a good snack. Yeah. It's fun. Something that's really good actually is, uh, vanilla ice cream with cinnamon it. toast crunch on top. I love you. 
<laughs> like if you yeah, just get a bowl of vanilla ice cream, put uh, cinnamon toast crunch on top. It's a really tasty treat. It's almost like a, like a like at a Mexican restaurant uh, when they have uh, fried ice cream, kind of. Oh yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's that's your that's your going out dessert. That's good. <laughs> um, oh, I'll have to try that. That's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, that's so. Good. Oh yeah, listen, Brand. I've got bad news. You can only have one cereal for the rest of your life. Which one is it? Hmm. Probably cinnamon life. Cinnamon, cinnamon life, life cereal. Yeah. Life. I haven't even thought about life cereal <laughs> <laughs> in so long. It's not over the top. It's still sweet, but it's not like sure. It feels like a more sustainable <laughs> for a lifetime kind of sweetness. Uh, and a sustainable, uh, yeah. And it, it it it's a box. It doesn't have cartoon characters on the front, so uh, yeah. So you're an adult. You could be an adult. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. Uh, How about you? Funny. Oh, wow. honestly, probably maybe maybe Rice Krispies because they've got they've got like the crunch. Mm-hmm. I'm a like I feel like the the crunch and the not too sweet I could do I could I could put away some some Rice Krispies I think. Do you yeah. make Rice Krispie treats? We do. We have done, and uh, the kids really like them. It, well, and I really like them too. We don't make them too much because because it it would be uh it would be a nightmare for my waistline. I'd be like nom 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 nom. <laughs> um, hey. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. <laughs> uh, glad to glad to hear it. All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up. It's uh, yeah. Let's put this thing to bed. Well, R.I.P. Matt. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And Phil. God, they're dropping oh, like flies. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, hopefully uh Matt's back next week. Um but, yeah, we have uh, to perform a little seance. It'll be fine. It'll now be it fine. almost sounds like there's like somebody serious he he just had to work late, so he couldn't join us, so it wasn't like anything. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. Uh, anyway. We promise. Um, I'm not his You keeper. can send flowers though, if you want. <laughs> send flowers or money <laughs> to patreon.com slash qualified nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for poor Matt. <laughs> but send any questions or comments to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials found in the episode description. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Uh, I already mentioned Patreon, so I'm going to skip that part. It's like patreon.com slash qualifiednonsense. Uh, we'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Have a, have a good rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening.